Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And this week, we're having a little bit of fun, we're doing something a little bit different, and we are finding you some recos from those niche Netflix categories. Going rogue. We've cleverly titled this episode, Netflix Categories But Make It Books. That's what it says on the tin. Yeah, absolutely. You know what you are in store for today. <laughs> Remind me, why are we doing this episode again? <laughs> well, I was watching Netflix, as you do, and... Like the categories they come up with are just so rogue sometimes. They are really and niche, so, aren't they? Like they're Netflix own categories, and I just thought this could be a laugh. Let's like scan our bookshelves for books that would like fit these categories. Okay, I love it. It's kind of oh, it's kind of like the reels we've been doing, like yeah. book reco challenges. It's exactly that. Are we? I really love doing those. Are we ripping off Netflix? Should Netflix be paying us? Like how <laughs> how does this work now? <laughs> Price is right. <laughs> okay, so we have each picked really niche Netflix categories for each other. So I don't know what Jess has picked for me, and Jess doesn't know what I've picked for her. Correct. We're also drinking, so this because that's what makes it fun, right? So this can only go one way, and that's up. And that's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's who's going first? Um, I'm calling you out first, as this was your great idea. Okay. okay. <laughs> put you on the t- spot. Okay, Jessica. Yes. Your cast I'm actually is. <laughs> Get my show face. Show sit. voice on. Your category is witty US comedies. Okay. 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 Do you accept your challenge? I accept my challenge. Always can't back down from a challenge. There, okay, there's only a few books that have ever made me like laugh out loud. So I think there's lots of funny books, but it takes yeah. a lot to actually physically laugh. So I'm hmm. going to have that in my head. Yeah. I'm also going to go and scan my bookshelves because we're at my house. Because <laughs> you have can. that sort of thing. Don't worry, you take your time. I'm it's not like we're now. recording a podcast live or anything. Okay. Oh, for God's sake. Such a drama queen. There's some that I've already mentioned on the podcast, so I'm not, I can't talk about that. Hurry up. Got it. Found them. Yeah. And it's kind of on my mind anyway because I recently recorded it to my friend who's not like a huge reader. So she comes to me like, what should I read? And I'm like, okay, we know we need something that's like quite easy to read but also really hard to put down. And so yeah. kind of like, she's going to really enjoy it. And this book made me How? laugh and... Like, I was very noisy reading, <laughs> reading this book. And that book is So Lucky by Dawn O'Porter. And it follows... I've read this a long time ago. What's but... It? Do you just remember it being funny? Oh, no, no. Now I've seen the characters' names, I can totally take you back there. So it follows the lives of three women. Okay. And there's Ruby, who, like, can't even look at herself in the mirror because she has a condition, which I won't go into. Not really a spoiler, but I'll leave you a little yeah. something. something. Um, she's fully aware of the irony that her job is photoshopping cellulite off of, like, magazine Oh, right. Things. Okay. So she's a great character. I guess if you did that as a job, when you looked at yourself in, your mir- in the mirror, you'd only see the areas that you would touch yeah. up. But anyways, I'm going off topic. Carry so on. So true. 
Okay, and then there's Beth, and she is a wedding, yeah, she's a wedding planner, and she's like got a celebrity wedding that like everybody's talking about, um, but she can't actually focus because she is sexually pent up. Oh. And uh, she's also recently had a baby. Right. And her husband is like not attracted to her in the same way now that she's had a baby, but she just wants to get laid. And then Lauren. Hello. <laughs> yes. She's an influencer on Instagram. Yes, she is. Um, but maybe that's not the case in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking brilliant. What was it's funny so about good. it? The like real, real laugh out loud moment. I cannot say because it's spoiler what kind of laugh did it make you did it like howl howl was it like watching the scene in bridesmaids because this is the brief i had in my head like watching the scene in bridesmaids where she starts shitting in the street and you're like really crying do you know what i have to say that that is not my funniest bridesmaids scene i love it so much i think i don't really find like shit poo jokes funny yeah. Or like farts funny and that sort of thing. I'm not, not, I I'm not a six-year-old boy, Lauren. her face where she's like, oh yeah, and her eyes. Resigned to her fate of just sitting in the street and doing a shit. No. The funniest um, scene in Bridesmaids is 100% when she's on the plane. Which, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this book, it's, I, I also like gasped at one, but this is what I mean by I was very noisy. Like there was a twist that made me so shocked. Like actually went, ah! My boyfriend was like, what is going on over there? Like, what book are you reading? It was so good. It's really easy to read. It's got really short chapters. It switches between all three of the characters. It's impossible to put down. Nice. Just so much fun. But also with, like, really good, like, girl power vibes. Oh, it sounds brilliant. It's so good. And, um, oh, oh my God, this is so weird. Sorry, I just hit the microphone again. That you just mentioned Bridesmaids. I actually can't believe you just mentioned Bridesmaids. Why? Because I only recently found out that Dorno Porter is married to Chris O'Dowd, who's the policeman in Bridesmaids. The I'm Irish like, one? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, they've been married for ages. Like, I, I was because I saw her um, wedding pictures. It was like seven years ago, but I only just found out because I'm late. Wild. Yeah. Small world. Small, um, small world. I'm going to accept your answer you have to but there is a technicality it did specify u.s comedies and i do believe this is a uk book am i right you are right but i'll let you know i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) charming charming um i will take it that sounds very funny it's really really good okay you'll go what did you get see if i'm as strict as you this is familial faves which i'm taking to mean like the ones that everybody knows about and like okay everybody's heard of this book or read this book okay thank you for going easy with me with this category because you know how much i hate being put on the spot and how little you remember about books oh yeah like nothing (laughs) like you'll be well we had it in an episode where you were currently reading the book and you didn't know the character's name (laughs) the main characters this is gonna be a great episode yeah i do think there is something wrong with my memory but this should these i feel like these are the books that you just see everywhere okay yeah um you i will allow you to go to my shelf if you would like to that's fine just it's fine um familiar faves it's hard thinking of of a book that we haven't already mentioned on this 
podcast because I want to be mindful that we're not just repeating the same stuff. Yeah, please don't do that. Ooh, pressure. Okay, one sip to compose myself. I can see one at the corner of my eye. I've got it. I've got it, don't you worry. Oh my God, what if it's the same one I'm thinking of? I am going to go for Ghosts by Dolly Alderton. Good. Have we mentioned that on here before? We have not. Oh my God. We've done everything I know about love. And I guess... Well, that was my first one, but brought me on anyway. So I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening to this knows the plot, but I'll quickly whiz through it. Essentially, bring it up. everything I know about love, but in a novel. (laughs) Yeah. It's about Nina, who's in her like 30s I think and I th- I think she's been single for a really long time and she's been really happy being single and then and she's good friends with her ex and oh yeah and her and her ex like live in each other's pockets and um then she goes on a dating app on like her birthday or something and she meets a lovely guy and it explores what ghosting is from both a perspective in relationships and also from a mental perspective through the lens of her dad who is diagnosed with dementia and oh my god it was just really really heartwarming and very similar to everything I know about love like you've already said um and I just love Dolly Alderton's writing style so for me it will be a familiar fave and it also has I remember it came out it was published not long after we started our uh, Instagram and we were both like oh my god wouldn't it be brilliant if we got like gifted or worked with a publisher and got a copy of yeah exactly got an ARC copy of Ghosts and we were like manifesting it without knowing we were trying to manifest it. Mm-hmm. We were just like talking about it all the time. And then we, we did. Yeah. Got a coffee and I don't know, I just have really like fond recollections yeah. of like that time. And texting each other like, I am reading this so fast. Yes. Are you? Yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> um, though I do remember it made me a little bit sad because I was going through a breakup at the time of reading it. And it was just bringing a lot. It's of not a book for breakups to the surface. Yeah. So I remember feel, reading it and being like, "I love this book." However, I wish I was reading it like two months, three months down the line when this breakup isn't so raw. Yeah. But at the same time, still was like, I can appreciate how good this writing is, and I know that it's a book that I'll probably want to read again. Yeah. Um. I'm going to get it because okay. something else to talk about. There are, there are so many great quotes in there. Well, that's what I want to talk about. I've got it. Okay. I'm pretty sure that this will already be tabbed because it's our favourite quote. Which we both is it? You, you oh, because we did the tabbed and reading we both, as well, didn't we? Both we both love this one. And yes, it is still tabbed. And it is... Page 33. I, had, I hated lateness. Being late is a oh selfish my God. habit adopted by boring people in search of a personality quirk who can't be bothered to take up an instrument. And then she says, I tried reading my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still tabbed. It's, it's still true. one of the greatest quotes of all time. I went on a date with a guy recently and when I arrived, I was like, oh, I've been here for 15 minutes. Like, I just get everywhere early. And he was like, love that because... <laughs> 
people he basically said Dolly Alderton's quote he's like people try and make it a really quirky thing about themselves when they're late and it's not it's really fucking rude and I was like thank you very much for sharing this thought do you know that I only know this because Dolly Alderton shares it on her own Instagram but there are like a group of men on like tinder or bumble or whatever yeah that put in their bio that they love dolly alderton's writing and so what if, <laughs> this, what if this guy has read ghosts and has like picked up on quite that quite possibly maybe he's a dolly alderton fan have to bring it up yeah have to drop it. it in yeah just drop some quotes <laughs> see what he picks up <laughs> oh it is a good book that was a good choice it is yeah, it's a familial fave. Yeah. It will be one that I always go to to recommend to a reader like myself. Like, if, yeah. if you know, women our age, I think, regardless of what life stage you're in, actually, yeah. I think there's a bit in there for everyone, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Good one. Well done. Okie dokie. So it's my turn for you. Oh, yeah. Got it. It's okay. So my category for you is casual viewing, which I'm allowing you to interpret as easy read. Good one. That is exactly what that translates to. Thank yeah. you. It's casual viewing. Those films that you can like have on in the background, but also scroll through your phone. You don't have to think about it too yeah. much. One of those books that you don't have to think about too much. Mm. I feel yeah. like that's all I talk about on this podcast. Not like. very niche <laughs> as a topic, but I do think it's valuable to like have a list on your TBR of just easy reads that you know you can turn to whenever yeah you need a book that doesn't yeah, like require the a huge series, amount of but I've already yeah, talked about that you've done that one I've already talked about like Beth O'Leary um, the Switch the Road Trip the so Lander. actually it's quite a hard question because, because we all talk about <laughs> oh so god I'll have okay. a sip of your wine mm, good take one. a deep I'm breath I'm also going to take a walk to the bookshelf that was a glug get some steps in sorry that i keep hitting the microphone as well lauren's gonna kill me but i keep having to get up in this episode kicking her under the table okay i've come back with one that i think hits the brief and it takes me back to november lockdown sad times which mentally was a really bad month for me but reading wise i read 16 books (laughs) (laughs) and do you know what I really remember each of them. Do you? Like this one. Off the top of your head, what books did you read in September? Uh, I read November? all of the Knots and Crosses series. Fuck me, you did, yeah. yeah. I read Thursday Murder Club. Oh my God. I read One by One by Ruth Ware. Did we read Jenna Clark? No, that was a summer read. Well, it shows. Oh my God. <laughs> Classic Lauren. Anyway, do you want to hear this book I got? I do, yeah. This is perfect. Like, it's definitely casual viewing slash easy read. And it's When Dimple Met Rishi. Which I don't see many people reading. But it's absolutely fabulous. No, and it's such a great cover as well. Such a good cover. By Sandia Menon. And you were my model. I was your model for this. Yes, Yes, we were in Gales. The cover is um, who we assume to be. Dimple, Dimple drinking an iced coffee and I don't drink coffee so I made Lauren do it to recreate this oh, picture yeah. if you go on our grid you can go back to like last November when I read it and you can find this picture there um oh it's so good so read the blurb the blurb meet Dimple her main aim in life is to escape her traditional parents get to university and begin her plan for tech world domination 
meet Rishi. He's rich, good looking and a hopeless romantic. His parents think Dimple is the perfect match for him, but he's got other plans. She's got other plans. Dimple and Rishi may think they have each other figured out, but sometimes when opposites clash, love works even harder to prove itself in the most unexpected ways. Oh, it does sound lovely. Yeah, and they like go to tech camp in San Francisco (laughs) and they meet there. Oh, that's when they meet. Yeah. And it was just bloody lovely. I read the whole thing in one afternoon. It was going to comment. No. But like it's it switches between the two and it's like really fast paced and easy Do you know to what? Read. I really like it in a book when it's got multiple perspectives of a man and a woman. Yeah. That I love that. Yeah. And especially in this case when it's the man who is the hopeless romantic. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. And it's like short and choppy but like I just had a really nice time with the characters and like their different attitudes towards their culture and traditions like they've they've got similar families who have like tried to set them up but each individual like Dimple and Rishi are both very different in the tradition like it's really clever it's one more like well Dimple is more I don't know if rebellious is the right word yeah yeah rebellious and Rishi's just hopeless romantic. So he's oh. like, yes, I'm going to love her. She's going to be great. Oh. And then, like, they do end up getting on. Um, but it was... And do their parents meddle quite a bit then? No. Oh, they right. I really... got that impression from the blurb that they were quite meddling. Yeah. Like, for example, it made me think of, like, um, Dile Franti. They are meddly, yeah. I love that. But these, they just, like, meddle at the beginning. Okay. It's really, it's really modern. Like, it's really good. And it's... Perf- it's casual viewing guys it's casual viewing casual. I think I've nailed it this is really I should talk about this book more I really enjoyed it yeah it's kind of it gives me the vibe of like if it was translated into a Netflix series it would be like to all the boys of love before like that sort of easy watching probs I haven't watched that I'm really oh my sorry God, I love it it's just like YA yeah viewing perf. yeah love that okay I nailed it again well done <laughs> if you do say you say yourself <laughs> okay I actually think this one's going to be really easy for you. Um, It is films based on real life. So hit me with a memoir, Lauren. Memoir. Okay, much memoir. Like films based on real life. That's very... I I mean, it's a memoir, isn't it? That's what it is. Memoir. Okay. Um, Oh, what memoirs have I enjoyed? You quite like them. We both like them. I do. I'm just trying to think what memoirs I've listened to on Audible, because that's a good place to whittle my thinking down to Trevor Noah but I've already mentioned that oh um Michelle Obama Becoming I listened to that on Audible that's memoir nailed it on the head I thought I'd be really shit at this but I'm actually all right yeah um this hasn't gone well for me I was really hoping you'd be shit at it too so for anyone who doesn't know Michelle Obama uh... she's just this like lady (laughs) like she's not very well at one point she was like the first lady whatever that means (laughs) um she's a fucking boss and you'll love her even more after reading yeah you will won't you you just like find out another side to her personality um and her life and she I'd really recommend listening to the audio book because she narrates it herself as does Barack Obama in his his book as well so she used to just come on me come with me on my little lockdown walks for a while and it was nice just having her voice in my ears her voice is very lovely and there are just so many things like I learned about her like I just loved 
learning about how her and Barack met and like what her first impressions of him was um, were and how at first she thought he was just annoying and a bit obnoxious but he sort of wore her down a little yeah. bit and there was she... quite a bit in his book that he then said and I was like yeah already learnt this from Michelle's thanks <laughs> <laughs> keep it up keep it going um so yeah there was just I'm not it's a hefty book I'm not gonna lie which is partly why I listened to it instead of read it it's not as hefty as his though yeah it's true. this is like 700 pages and it's only part one yeah, and I also have done that really annoying thing where you talk about a woman's memoir or a woman's life and you just only talk about her love story. There's obviously so much about her career and Education. what an incredible woman she is and um, uh, just a, a real, what's that word, like someone to look up to for younger role women model. role model yeah. well that's and it speaking of younger women i got my little sister for her birthday the young readers version which came out this year so oh, because so michelle's cute. so amazing she made she's like adapted it so that it's easier to read for younger readers so they can just be inspired yeah. by her as well i love that that's such a great idea oh she's just so great and i just love like how she took such a proactive role as first lady and gave herself responsibilities and made sure that her role was effective and not just deciding on what colour to paint the walls yeah. and what furniture. Whilst also being a mother. Yeah, whilst also being really a brilliant. mother and raising her girls and making sure that she had her own sort of charities, foundations, that she was running whilst in, in the White House and like her garden and what the view from her office was like. There are just so many little tidbits that you're like, oh my God, yeah. please. I found the book really emotional <clears throat> as well. Like I, when... When she was like talking about her schooling, I was like so rooting for her. I was like, I love how hard work, how hard working you are. I want to yeah. be this hard working. And then when it was like the whole campaign, I was I genuinely forgot that like Barack becomes president, and I was I was so nervous. I was like, Oh my god, is he gonna get in? Like obviously he does, but the yeah, way but she that's wrote just it, her storytelling is yeah. like so on point that yeah. you're there in the room with them and on then, that day. Yeah, definitely. And then at the end of the book. I just remember being furious, like so furious that we went from this yeah. amazing woman and her husband to absolute shitheads. Like yeah, I just, just turds. was like, the whole thing was such an emotional rollercoaster for yeah. me, but so good. And I loved like hearing about the guys she dated before yes. Barack as well. That was so interesting. Like what her friendships were like at uni and... She used to like go away at Christmas time with her best friend who later in life got quite sick. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. So there was that whole like part. Yeah. And it taught me a lot about like him as a person. Like um, when he was like writing his book, do you remember she talked yes, about he like, like when he's like, in a room and he'd have like a yellow pad, like a legal pad, that's what they yeah, call it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh, he, yeah. So oh, brilliant book. I'm I might so reread it. I'd, I'd highly recommend getting it. Good one. Book. You absolutely smashed you that. Listen to it when you're on. In, in the marathon, you might be able to get through. Oh it all. my god! Yes, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> That's going to be me the whole marathon. God, don't talk about it. it makes me feel sick. Um, Smash it! Absolutely. I mean, that's the memoir of all memoirs. Good one. Okay, next one for you. Oh, is oh this is a good one? T 
teen coming of age. No, I was going to do that for you. Were you? I was genuinely a bit surprised that we hadn't chosen the same ones so far. But yeah, I was going to do this I had some backups just in case. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, I was going to do this for you. Um, but as a result, actually, because of thinking of it for you, I oh, was nice. like thinking of like books well, anyway. Choose, yeah. yeah. So this should be easier for me. Because but... you've read more teen coming of age than have I? I have. I think yeah, so, I do yeah. feel like I've read a lot. Because when I was thinking about this question for you, I was like, I'm going to hopefully get in there before she can ask it for me. Because I don't think I've got any answers for this question that I haven't already spoken about on here. Like, oh, not from a teen's perspective. Right. Okay. Well. Let me consult my bookshelf. Yep. Oh my god. Don't hate me because you hate me. Just because we're doing this at my house. I've got it. I've got such a good one. It's not one. It can't be one we've done before. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. And it's so good that it's more than one teen. I've absolutely smashed it out of the park, Lauren. I've completely overachieved. Nailed the brief, have I've you? Fucking nailed it. This is not just I one teen. I don't remember this book. Well, you haven't read it. <laughs> I don't even remember you talking about it. Yeah, you do. Go on, tell people what it is. Okay, it's All Girls by Emily Layden. And I remember reading, I remember my exact reading experience where I was sat in my armchair yeah. while my boyfriend was watching rugby or something I don't care <laughs> about. And I just like read the whole thing all snuggled up in the dim light of February. I love that. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Oh no, that's, so that's about the author because it's a proof copy. Oh, it's quite a long synop. Okay, well. Quick summary. Quick summary. Okay, all right. All the girls, all girls, are returning to boarding school at the beginning of term and it's around the same time that an ex-pupil's allegations of rape resurface. Oh. And so you follow the whole school year, so it's from like September to summer, but it's told through different characters and students each time. And so you see how the incident affects like several of the students. Ooh. So like there might be the first month is told by so-and-so and yeah. then like we go into, so it's, it's Would really cool. Would you say cool. it's got trigger warnings in it? No, I don't think so. I Like they aren't, it's, you never like know who, what the exact situation Oops. is. It's okay. more about the fact that it got like buried back in the day and it's resurfaced. Okay. It's not... There isn't anything too graphic or anything like that in it. Okay. It's just that that's kind of like the backdrop. But really, it's about these girls coming of age. And they're all in different years. So, like, some of the students are in their final year. And some of them are just starting. Mm. And they're all, like, making friendships and relationships. It's so good. Like, it's very, very clever. I really loved how we moved throughout the whole year. And it kind of felt a bit like Girl, Woman, Other. Which has, like, 12 right. characters in it. And again, this has lots of different characters and it's all their different personal stories, but they all make up this one bigger okay, story. And I guess like, it sounds like you don't have to really remember those characters. No, as part of the plot. sometimes they interlink, but it's not okay. the be all and end all. Like it's, it's more about like the school in general. Yeah. And when I was growing up, I fucking loved Mallory Towers, which is set at a boarding school. Like yeah. gobbled those up love Daryl and her life and so this was like kind of like the grown-up version oh, nice. of Mallory Towers it was so good and like I can't remember the characters names obviously but I remember like there's um the head girl is a lesbian and it's about like her relationship and obviously they're at a boarding school so mm. are they allowed to watch and is it room set in the present day yeah 
Nice. Yeah, present day. So this chapter's called Field Trip. Like, it's really cool that, like, a bit about social media, but also, like, uh, the school newspaper. And, like, at one point they tried to uncover the truth about what happened. Really, really clever. Really, like, totally different to anything else I've read. Yeah, and I've, I have to say I've not really seen many reviews for this. On... No, I haven't, actually. And I please read it, everybody. It's so good. Did it come out this year? Yeah, it came out February this year. All Girls by Emily Layden. Nice. Do you remember what rating you gave it? I think four. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Four is a solid. You know when it's a five because it's like completely stayed. I mean, this has kind of stayed with me, but you know. Yeah, yeah. They like knock it out of the park. For me, like yeah. if I enjoyed it, it's a four. And do you know what? I think teen coming of age is such a hard, personally, I think it would be such a hard genre to write in when as an adult do you know what I mean like you could get it really wrong well yeah I guess if it's like modern day teen we've read a couple of books sort of modern day teens that both of us were like this is part of shit obviously Mm -hmm. we're not going to mention them but this is for record I think it yeah I think it's hard to nail like a teenage voice as an adult yeah true especially if it's like 10 years after you were a teen yeah like, and you've we got don't to know, know like cool. what's cool that's you know exactly what? what I mean we're using the laugh crying emoji when it's laugh crying but these days they're using they the crying emoji for laugh crying yeah and like I still love wearing my skinny jeans but I know and I they're, they're not cool part. anymore oh. but that's what I mean like yeah, it's I really see. hard to to like authentically right a teen's perspective I hear you. when you're an adult hear you. so well done it sounds like they did a good job well yeah it was it was it was great and I don't have another one for you because you, you stole not? my one for you because my one for you was teen coming of age well I think we can leave it there that's five records I think that's do you know what I'm really proud of us I'm really proud of us I thought this was going to go tits up I'm not going to lie yeah which like this potentially was never actually going to be published you were going to be like it's too shit <laughs> We're giving you a chance to win a September book for Matterbox, which includes a hardback copy of Sally Rooney's new novel, Beautiful World, Where Are You? So if you love normal people or conversations with friends, you do not want to miss this. There are two ways to enter. If you like me, you get your podcasts on Apple, then subscribe, leave a rating and review, and make sure you leave your Instagram handle or nickname on the review. And if, like me, you listen on Spotify or anywhere else, then follow the podcast and share a screenshot on your Instagram stories and tag at Book Records with account your entry that way. Entries for the September box are open until the month and day, 27th of September, and the winner will be announced on Instagram, on our stories, on Wednesday, the 29th of September. Remember, if you're listening to this at a later date, then you won't be entered into this month. Good news, it's a monthly competition, so we'll enter you in to win the current month's box. Thanks so much for listening.